0: Grace to you and peace, in the name of our triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. I watched a number of made-for-television movies uh, over the Christmas break and throughout the whole holiday season. One of which was entitled, I Believe in Santa. It was a story of a man and a woman who fall in love Going to find out that they have very different perspectives on Christmas. The woman was a bit more of a grinch, hating everything about the holiday. While the man, he was all in. He was more of a buddy the elf, even to the point of believing in Santa. At a dinner conversation in which this woman finds out for the first time that this man whom she has fallen in love with still believes in Santa, she tries every logical argument in the book to dissuade his belief. Questions like, how in the world could a man fly all the way around the world in one night? Or how could one man carry in a sleigh enough presents for all the good boys and girls in the world? Or how does he get in and out of the houses without being seen and such? And for every reasonable question she asked, he simply answered her back with two words. Christmas magic. For the man, the practicality and the rationality for believing in Santa was always trumped by Christmas magic. In his eyes, Christmas magic made the impossible possible. And that's no matter how foolish it appeared to his girlfriend or to anyone else for that matter, he was going to continue to believe in Santa and to have faith in Christmas magic. As I watched the movie and listened to this woman's empirical evidence against the plausibility of Santa Claus, I couldn't help but think of how people offer so many of the same types of arguments against our belief in Jesus as God. You see, to many people in the world, our belief in Jesus as the Lord of the universe, as God himself, is tantamount to this man's believing in Santa Claus. Because, you know, if we're being honest with ourselves, Much of what we believe about Jesus is irrational. The notion that the Almighty God of the universe would come into this world as a baby. That He would live the life of a very, very common man. That He would allow Himself to be tortured and executed on a cross of all places. That He, His holy self, would bear in Himself the punishment and the sins of all mankind. That He would raise Himself again on the third day. And that everyone who believed in Him and loved Him and sought Him would be given not only the gift of forgiveness of their sins, but the gift of everlasting life with God in the eternity of heaven, is all a bit ridiculous. Sounds kind of made up, maybe even foolish, if you will. It's no wonder that so many people have such a hard time believing the stories that you and I have built our lives and our faith upon. Uh, To them, it goes against every ounce of logic and every shred of reason that they can find. That's why Martin Luther said that reason is the greatest enemy of faith. For as we know, faith is being certain of what we cannot see or prove. With God, it's not about reason. It's about trust. With Him, seeing is not believing, but believing is seeing. And that's why and how a mere shepherd boy, David, could put his life on the line and go out and fight to the death against a giant of a man who was very skilled in the art of war and of combat. Any reasonable person would never have done that. But faith trusts in the power of God. Faith trusts in the promises of God. No matter how far-fetched or illogical or foolish they might seem. That's why Daniel could continue to pray to Yahweh even though a decree had been issued that anyone who prayed to any man or any god other than King Darius for the next 30 days would be thrown to the lions. A logical person and a reasonable person would have just, you know, stop praying for those 30 days like going on a diet from prayer at the very least have done it in secret so that nobody could see you but not Daniel filled with faith in and love for God he continued to pray right there in front of his window where anybody walking by could see him He did not do what wisdom would seek to dictate. Foolish as it may seem, Daniel preferred to face the uh, hunger of a den of visible lions rather than to abandon his commitment and hope and faith in his invisible God. Paul wrote in our text this morning, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to those who are being saved it is the power of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than man's wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than man's strength. You and I both know it is foolishness to those who don't believe it. The cross was a a cruel instrument of capital punishment. It was not the way that someone would ascend the throne. It was not the common course for coronating a king. And yet Paul tells us in Philippians that Jesus humbled himself and became obedient even to death on a cross. And therefore, God exalted Him to the highest place. Dying on a cross and rising from a grave seems like a rather foolish way to go about saving people. And yet, that's how God did it. To those who are perishing, they can't or they won't believe it. Those who are too logical, Too practical, too wise in the ways of the world. It just seems like a bunch of nonsense. But to those of us who see through the eyes of faith, who cling hold to God's Word, the death and resurrection of Jesus are the fulfillment of God's promises. And they are a revelation of God's power. Back in the uh, 1970s, some of you are older, like my age or even older, might remember country singer Barbara Mandrell. She sang a song, among other artists who covered this song, entitled, If Loving You Is Wrong, I Don't Want to Be Right. That's kind of my sentiments about believing in God also. If loving him is wrong, I don't want to be right. If believing in him is foolish, I don't want to be wise. If depending on Jesus is for the weak, I don't want to be strong. For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. By God's grace, may we never stray from our commitment and our faith to preach Christ crucified. Foolishness to the world. But for us who believe it, it is the wisdom of God and the power of God. To Him be the glory forever and ever. Amen.